Hello everyone, I am Brennan Sahajan and I tend bar at Washington State's best beer bar, the Manitou Tap House. I decided to make a podcast because the regular customers who come in are the most eclectic group of people I have ever met, and I want all of you to know the perspective and stories from the people from my bar. My guest on this podcast is a great friend of mine. He and his husband have been longtime regulars at the Tap House. He is from a family who has a town in Texas named after it, and is related to the infamous Bonnie and Clyde. Ingrained with good manners and traditions, he loves to cook, entertain, and be artsy. He threw a baby shower from my wife and me. I'm so proud to be part of his life and a friend. He always is down for fun and excitement and a random arm wrestle. I hope you all enjoy the thoughts and stories of Dusty Winkley. We are going. Um, so, first and foremost, thank you, Dusty, for doing this. I appreciate your time, and I I always say that to everybody because I know that time is valuable. And since you said you gave me two hours, I'll, we'll try to get through this quick. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. Um, well, then we're just going to jump right into it. Um, the first question potentially could be deep if you want it to be or not. You can make it as whatever you want. It's, it's simply who are you and what led you to be that person see i honestly still have no idea who i am Hmm. i find that every day is a great plans just things change so often anymore Mm -hmm. i don't really know who i am okay well i still (laughs) i mean maybe maybe okay now that's what you think let's i mean 15 years ago who did you think you were? Like, what, oh. how did you get led to the point that you <coughs> you don't think <laughs> that you know who you are? Like, let's let's hear a story. I always had such goals and expectations mm-hmm. growing up. I knew exactly what I wanted to be. Knew exactly where my friend base was, my family base was. No kidding. It seems like when my mom passed away. It just put everything into shambles. When was that? Uh, about 15 years ago. Oh, okay. And I haven't really... I have a solid friend base. I have a split family now. Because mm-hmm. one side won't talk to the other side or anything like that. So that oh. makes it a little difficult. But I have my few solid family members. Hmm. But goal-wise, I don't really have as many expectations of myself. Okay. I kind of just enjoy taking it day by day and just seeing what happens. So you think that something that is definitive to who you are has to do with goals? I don't think it necessarily has to deal with goals. It has to do deal with the expectations mm-hmm. that I put on myself to achieve them. Okay. And I find that it's a lot easier anymore if I don't put the expectations on myself and just go out and do... The best I can or whatever I think is right. Amen. That's awesome. Well, okay. Well, then let's get, let's go to the backstory. What led you to think that way? Because that, I mean, that's who you are. Well, my, my mom was always my best friend. I was a completely different person before she passed away. We'd talk on the phone three to four times a day, no matter where I was at in the country. Wow. She was just always there. And I think just seeing her, having her goals and seeing what she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, She always wanted to have a general store and she bought a general store and then they wound up having to sell it. And, you know, I think just watching kind of her dreams and expectations kind of just be fleeting of her a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, having to deal with her death and seeing her on her deathbed and stuff like that just kind of made me go, you know, I'm going to kind of, I guess, live more day by day. Mm-hmm. instead of, you know, setting up myself for something that could be failure in the long run. Sure. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, <clears throat> that's very interesting philosophy. Um, I mean, and I, for me in my life, I, I would say that I'm doing the same thing. I, I just think that I have to live day, day to day because if I try to plan stuff out, I'll screw it up. So, um, 
So I think it's real easy for me to to think on a 24-hour basis. Well, it's uh, hard to put expectations on yourself and then not live up to them because I think everyone naturally puts higher expectations on themselves because definitely. they think they can be a better person or yep. something. And I agree. Well, um, I still feel like that was way too shallow. You got more. I <laughs> am actually kind of shallow. <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't believe that that's true either. Um, well, okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, all right. Well, um, so it sort of leads into the next question then. Um, what you were talking about, specifically with your mom. Um, the next question is, uh, well, it has to do with death. What, what do you believe is worth dying for? Or do you think that any cause holds enough weight to die for anything anymore or what where do you stand in that i i don't believe any cause holds okay. enough weight to die for okay just because right now if you look at the situation in the country they forget about everything within one to two weeks yeah no doubt so yeah. it's i don't find a cause that would be worth dying for mm -hmm. if anything it's you know helping and trying to understand other people i think is something we should all work for yeah but I have a hard time getting behind causes just because it changes so often. I definitely agree. Uh, but, I mean, is there anything worth dying for? Well, there are certain people okay. that I would die before I wanted to see them die. Yeah. But that's kind of, I think that's been a running thing in my life, was I don't want this person to die, and then when something happens, it... Mm -hmm. knocks you down another level sure all right yeah that's valid well you're making this way shorter than it needs to be <laughs> <laughs> what time are you going for what's your <laughs> it doesn't matter that doesn't really matter um well obviously you are kind of already answered the next question too uh where does your inspiration come from uh, a lot of my inspiration came from my mom mm -hmm. she was a big artist she loved art I find that I draw more inspiration from other people's artwork yeah, or other people's skills that really inspire me to learn what they're doing and then try and take it to a different level. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, well, I yeah, I've, I learn a lot lately from old women, which is amazing to me. Do tell. Like our neighbor, neighbor that passed away mm -hmm. taught me how to make candles. Yeah. So I make candles. I have another friend that was her friend that taught me how to make Christmas ornaments. So I started making Christmas ornaments. Oh, geez. And you it's made just, those? Yeah. Okay. It's just the little things that, I guess, occupy my time so I don't get in trouble a lot. Yeah. Or have to clean. <laughs> sure. Hmm. Well, all right. But I really just, I enjoy other people's artwork, other people's crafts, other people's talents. Mm-hmm. And that's where most of my inspiration comes from. I mean, simply, I think that that's, that is where everybody's inspiration comes from. <laughs> like we all, <laughs> you know, you just build off of it. Yeah. Know? It's not like people I, are doing original things. I people... can't say I can like go outside and go like, oh, this grass is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm inspired to do something. It's, yeah, you know, just always building off of someone else. Sure. Well, I mean... Let's hear more about your mom then. Oh, she was amazing. Um, yeah, she was on my mom's side of the family. There was 14 brothers and sisters. Holy smokes. Um, my grandpa, for back in that time, it was odd because he was married four different times. Mm -hmm. And so he had like the older kids. Then my mom was part of like the middle kids, mm -hmm. and then there was a younger group of kids. Okay. And so, my mom would do anything for anyone. At fifteen, she let my aunt move in with us, and so she'd keep going to school and stuff. And wow. it was just she kept the side of the family together. I always had my dad's side of the family, which was separate but intermingled every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And so, like, on Christmas Eve, we'd do Dad's side of the family. And then on Christmas Day, my mom would host Christmas. And so her whole family would come in. And it was a lot of fun. Their 
drinkers and playing cards and dice and yeah yeah as soon as my mom passed away or got sick just everything on that side of the family quit there's no holidays or anything else like that anymore and it's Mm. you send off a christmas card and you get one back and make a couple of phone calls and Hmm. when you go to montana you'll drop in and see one or two of them but that's pretty much it wow it's kind of just the death of an entire family right there. Why was she the catalyst that held it together? Why, if there's so many of them? I think just because she was the one that would always reach out and stay in touch and make sure everyone was close and mm-hmm. connected and mm. talk to people all the time and went out to dinners and yeah, she she worked hard at it. Yeah, and so now. Um, gosh, I think there's one or two of my family members on that side that have actually even reached out to my dad, just at all. And when his mom passed, they refused to go to her funeral and things like that. It's, it's an odd dynamic. Married? Yes. Yeah. Oh. They were married since they were teenagers in high school. Oh my gosh. Huh. Yeah. So I think they had... 35 to 40 years together. Oh, that's awesome. And it was, during the summers, it was always everyone would get together and picnic and, you know, water fights, stuff like that. Sure. And then as soon as my mom passed, it just, everything wow. got cut off. Man, what a shame. Hmm. But I'm still in touch with, you know, the ones that are really close. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone else I'm friends with on Facebook and, you know, if I needed to call them or anything happened, I know I could because there's no, nothing against me, Mm -hmm. but I think they all just had an issue with when my mom was, had brain cancer and she was in the hospital. Um, she told my dad that she wanted to go home. And so my dad took her home, had hospice come out and she passed a few weeks later. And I think they actually hold that in, against him, thinking that, you know, if she was in the hospital, it might have turned out differently. But well, I, I, I completely agree, because if I was ever in that situation that she was in, I think I would want to die at home as well. Yeah, no doubt. Well, um, your mom sounds like a huge inspiration. That's awesome. Uh, I appreciate you sharing about her. Um, so the next, the next question is, do you feel in control of your life? Oh God, no. No? Well, no. Tell us more. Well, and the I, second half of that is what, what keeps you down? Um, that's kind of a tough one because I think work honestly controls my life just hmm. because everything that I have to do is revolving around when I'm at work, when I can fit stuff in, when I can, yeah, you know, do stuff like that. God, if I was in control of my life, I probably wouldn't do anything. I'd probably sit on the couch and watch Jerry Springer all day or something. But... Is Jerry Springer still around? Uh, they do reruns. Oh, wow, no kidding. Um, all right. But yeah, I, I think everything revolves around work. Mm. And I think especially right now, I don't think anyone's really in control, but most definitely doing the best we can to still do vacations and travel Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, that I just love. Yeah. So you guys are going to Palm Springs soon, right? February. Yeah. Mid-February. Oh, cool. For a week, which will be a lot of fun. But, Have you? Did you guys go there during this pandemic already? Um, we went last February, and we went in July. Yeah, that was. Oh, you went in July. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you know what it's like during all the weirdness. Yeah, we got in so much trouble when we were down there. Did you? Yes. For, we'd move a chair in a restaurant, and you're not allowed to move chairs. And mm, sure. Huh. Having to take your face mask off at the casino. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Some Hispanic lady's telling you, and you have no <laughs> idea what she's saying. But, yeah, I think travel to me, if I couldn't do it, I think I'd be a miserable person. Hmm. Just being stuck in Spokane all the time, or yeah. 
that I can't road trip. I can't like get in a car and drive. Because I'm so ADD. Yeah, but you you lived in Montana. That's like all you do is drive in Montana. I, yeah, that's why I moved. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I moved to a place with an airport. Oh, all right. Well, hmm. But the very few things I think I control, like can control my life, is just, you know, when we travel, when I'm doing art. Um, there's not a lot, yeah. but it's like my personal time. Mm-hmm. And that's not like time at home cleaning or doing stuff like that. It's doing the little things that I enjoy. Sure. That I can control and that's but, easy for me, but I don't think anything else except for when I am focused on what I'm doing, I can control. Yeah. And I think with my work, since I go in and every day it's just like, we need you to do this today. We need you to do this. It's just constantly changing. Yeah. That I try not to really expect much control. Just because I think as soon as I actually felt like I was in control, something would go to shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I completely understand that. Especially on the job. That, that makes a lot of sense. But, <clears throat> and being that the only thing that you feel that kind of keeps you out of being in control is your job. That's pretty awesome. Um, I mean, all of this pandemic aside, anyway, because obviously none of us are in control of any of that or well, where we can't it's control go. that. We can't control what other people do, what other people believe. It's yeah. easier just to kind of cut it off and go like, "Well, you're an idiot," mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go out and scream at someone for not wearing a face mask. Yeah, because that's not my job. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But I totally wish I could sometimes, because it'd be a lot of fun. (laughs) Just going off on a random person for being stupid. Yeah, but talking... But sadly, the people that decide not to wear the face masks are the ones that I'd much rather just not talk to at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I have one of those personalities where... If I did that, I would feel guilty about it forever. Uh, I just can't let stuff go. If I am rude or something like that, mm-hmm. just because of how I was raised, if I'm rude, it actually affects me as a person. Really? So I find it easier not to do that because I will just sit there and think about it and just go like, oh, I called that lady a bitch or I did yeah, something like that. And it, it affects me. Wow. Well, isn't that something that controls you? Where, Probably. Where it, well, yeah. Where does, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just opened up a can of worms. Where, where, where does that come from? Like, where's this guilt? Are you Catholic? Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. But I'm not practicing since the pandemic kicked in. Oh, well, that's... you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah. My dad's side of his family mm-hmm. is very Southern. Okay. We have a town in Texas named after us. Right. And so my grandma would cuss like a sailor, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't drink. Um, it was every three or four words was the F word. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah. And so. But she was a devout Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was actually or Jewish. Jewish? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. This is, took a huge <laughs> my, twist. My grandma was Jewish, my dad was Catholic, and my mom was Baptist. Hmm. So, in my family, it was, you don't have to go to church, you don't have to do anything unless you decide you want to go, mm-hmm. but then you can decide what religion you want to be. Yeah. So, it's... I got to explore, well, Catholic, Baptist... A little bit of Jewish, not a ton, um, Buddhism, things like that, until I actually picked what my religion was. No kidding. That is something else. So, yeah, but it was, I grew up in a small town that had six houses and a church. Yeah. And. What was the sect of the church? It, it was just general. Oh. It was a general denominational. It didn't. Oh. Posed towards one religion or the other. Oh, I'm kidding. Um, but a lot of the stuff I do, I think, comes from that. Where 
we always had to use our manners. We had to have, you know, our correct table posture. If we went into town, you had to have a collared shirt on, things like that. So, and we'd get to go to town, well, Little Town Deer Lodge every three weeks and go grocery shopping. We got to go to the huge town of Missoula twice a year. The huge town. Yeah. Missoula. That was, that was a huge trip. Huh. So you'd have to wear a collared shirt and you'd have to look respectful and that was just kind of how I was raised. Deer, I don't even know where Deer Lodge is. Uh, It's the prison. Oh. I don't know anyone there. I know people that work there, but. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I probably do now. I just don't keep in touch with them. The people in prison? Yeah. Well, that's, that's probably good. Well, interesting. Well, it seems like, it seems like a lot of traditions and, uh, are, are sort of in control of your life too. Well, every, mm-hmm. every once in a while, and I try not to do it, I'll look at other people. Mm-hmm. If I'm out at a bar Oh yeah. and you know, they're wearing a t-shirt. I just look at them and go like, oh, you're wearing a t-shirt. I'm like, shouldn't or you? Like a tie dyed tank top per se. Yeah. Yeah. Tie dyed tank top. <laughs> yeah. That's, but I'm really trying to kind of get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Just Where does because, that come from? Is that because you were it was, the way you were raised? You were it was to... just how I was raised. If you went in public, you were supposed to be presentable and respectful and yeah, polite. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with what you're saying, though. I, <laughs> but, you know, I, well, I get where you're coming from. When not a lot of people do it anymore, mm-hmm. it's really hard since that's how I'm trained, not to judge people in my head. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to get to where I'm like... Okay, I want to, I guess, step back one level and just be fine with wearing a t-shirt to a bar. But that's a little hard. Do you seriously not wear t-shirts when you come to the bar? I don't. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I won't Maybe go I the, just have never noticed. I won't go to the grocery store without a collared shirt on. Oh my gosh. It's... That, that is definitely something that is in control of your life. <laughs> Holy See, I, I don't know if it's necessarily control if you just have to go upstairs and change your shirt. Well, I bought a pair of sweatpants last week. First time in my life I've ever owned sweatpants. Okay. <laughs> wow. That is very interesting. Gosh, you... So were your, pa- were your parents strict? No. Not at all. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like they gave you a lot of freedom of lots of stuff, but... Well, 90% of my time What happens up, if you didn't wear a collared shirt and you were going to town? You, you wouldn't did... go. Oh. Yeah. 90% of my time, like, growing up, I was out playing in the dirt or... Sure. You know, doing chores. It wasn't... Yeah. You Mon- know? Montana stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have to, you know... It wasn't a dress-up all the time, and, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't, you know, we weren't running around in, like, blue-colored shirts and gray pants all oh, the time. Oh, I get it. Yeah, no, I but get it. Was, it, but it's just... It was just one of those things where, if you're going into public, act like you're in public, and... Man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that there's, a prob- there's probably a lot of that in me, too, that I don't even realize, but, gosh... Hey, there, and, and like I said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm going to pay attention now and see if you ever come in in a t-shirt. But Well, mm. I might do it. I might just start now just to oh. throw people off. <laughs> well, yeah. But... This is, this, people are going to hear this now. And everyone's going to be looking at Dusty and seeing if he's wearing a collared shirt. It's either a collared shirt or a sweater. Oh. <laughs> That's... All right. Well, what about John? He just wears whatever he wants. He does, and it drives me crazy, but... <laughs> I I can't change other people. Just not Amen even gonna try. To that. No, that's exactly. I do pick out his clothes if we ever go to church, though. Uh, Just well, good thing it's a pandemic and you don't have to go. To yeah, church. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. Um, <clears throat> oh, this one, this one potentially could be incriminating. So okay, I'm sure it will be. Well, let's see. Uh, what have you done that is truly wrong? And can anything be truly wrong? 
I honestly don't think there's a lot of things that are truly wrong. Ooh, I, that is needs to be expanded upon. I haven't killed anyone that I know of, mm-hmm. so I don't have a guilty conscience about that. Yeah. Um, what have I done that's been truly wrong? I paid for summer college by stripping. Ooh. That was fun. I don't think that that's truly wrong. I think that's, that's capitalism at its finest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've actually uh, heard more than one person tell me that that I completely had no idea. I was like, no kidding. And now you're going to judge me on a collared shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I've done a lot wrong. Hmm. Just because my moral opinion, I guess, is so wide on what's actually wrong. Hmm. Okay. If you're doing something that you think is wrong at that time, but it turns out for the betterment of yourself, I don't necessarily think it's wrong. I hear you. If you learned from it, if you grew from it, if you decided to change something in the future. Is that your opinion about war? I haven't been to war. Well, no, but sure, but um, I mean that's what a lot of. Did you notice the book I was reading right now? Is that why you're doing that? No, I don't even know what that is. Countdown, nineteen forty-five. Well, I mean, I can imagine what it is. Um, but I, I, like, there's a lot of people that justify war because of it's a means to an end or whatever. But I, at what cost? If you want to break it down, and you know, see, I, I don't think any country should ever start war. Yeah. But I think if they do, they need to suffer the consequences from doing it. Which means what? Just Donald Trump be your president and we have to suffer those consequences. That's that's a completely different consequence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad he didn't start a war. We've been been... in a lot of wars, though. So have we suffered any consequences? We have. It just... The world view on us. Anytime we're at war, that suffers. Hmm. Um, the loss of life, the loss of industry, we could be, instead of going to war, we could be working to better ourselves, uh, be more knowledgeable, be more educated, advance our world. Do you think this is Europe or something? Hey, it should be. (laughs) I I probably shouldn't say that. Wow. Well. That's that's awesome. So when you were a kid and you're in Montana, you didn't like kick a dog for no reason or like do I I mean I was <laughs> that's a terrible example, but whatever. I mean cuz I've I've talked about things that I've done wrong and I feel like I have done a lot of stuff that's wrong. Um and it's, but is it necessarily wrong if you learned from it? I that's, I agree and I, I don't know, but and you guys are going to be offended when I, because I'm repeating something wrong that I've done before. And other people have brought this up. Um, on one of the episodes, I talk about how I was, when I was a kid, my friend and I stuck his cat in the microwave. Oh, yeah, I've heard that story. Right. Yeah. And, okay. Oh, yeah. And, and there are lots of people that are just like, you are the worst person alive. And, I mean, maybe... But I was nine years old or whatever, and we it was ten seconds, and we hated the cat. <laughs> and yeah. it was just like, it. I don't know how much damage it really did to it. We didn't cook the cat. It was in there for yeah. ten seconds. If anything, it made it nicer. Uh, I don't know. Because it was just a little fried. Well, it made, <laughs> that cat really freaked I out, I did push actually. my sister down the stairs. <laughs> that was That was fun. All right. Well, here we go. Oh, me and my sister hated each other growing up. It was horrible. Well, you don't think that you have a story of something that you did wrong to your sister? I mean, why'd you push her down the stairs? Because uh, she stuck a knife through the bathroom door. Whoa! So, because I was in the bathroom, she was going to try and get ready for school, and I wouldn't come out of the bathroom, so... Oh, yeah. And we had a... The bathroom door was right there with the stairs, so I just opened the door and pushed her, and she slipped. <laughs> <laughs> And fell down the stairs. Yeah. Huh. It's hard to say. Do you think that that was wrong? How's your relationship with your sister now? Oh, we're amazing now. Oh. Yeah. 
Hmm. But it's just we couldn't live in the same house. Yeah. So as soon as she got pregnant at 16 and moved out, we turned into best friends. Yeah. yeah. But I, it, there's so many things I've done. I wrecked John's Lexus. That sucked. On purpose? No. Well, then it's not wrong. It, well, I mean, it is. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh. Well. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, I mean. But I, I, I've never injured anyone. Mm-hmm. It's always been stuff that I've done to myself, so yeah. I've learned from it. Yeah. It's not like I've ever hurt anyone else. And to me, that would seem, like, really wrong. Hmm. I might have... You know, lost a few friendships here or there, or hurt someone's feelings, and that sure. yeah, you know yeah. affects me. Yeah, but that doesn't I mean think, that it's wrong. I think the the worst thing that people can do is hurt other people, and that would. I agree. Hmm. Well, hey, that's awesome. And don't touch my cat, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cats really enjoy getting into small spaces like a microwave. <laughs> so volunteered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like the old bag trick. You just put the they go with the bag. You got a cat. Uh, no, I, I I would never do that again. And I'm yeah. even, and I'm not even a, a cat person. But I wouldn't do that. But anyway, all right. Well, that, I think that's. I think it's really interesting, especially how you're talking about your moral compass being really wide. And well, what do you think? What do you think's wrong with me? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like sure, where yeah, do no, I start? You, <laughs> <laughs> no, like no. I mean, wrong in something that is truly wrong. What What does that look like? I think when people try and dictate other people's lives, try and press their beliefs on them, mm-hmm. uh, do things like that where it affects someone else. So you think proselytizing is wrong? I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kathy McMorris Rogers, I think she is wrong. Um, not because I'm saying she's a bad person, but you can control your family. You can teach them your beliefs, Mm -hmm. but I think once you step outside your door and you start trying to teach it to other people or force them into what you believe, I think that's completely wrong. The people that drive around for Donald Trump in their trucks... I haven't seen any. No, what are you talking about? And, you know, I, (laughs) I think that's wrong on several levels. Yeah. Because you're trying to force someone else to think what you think. Yeah. Um, you're wasting resources. Yeah. Which is horrible to me. But that's the reason I won't find a new job either. Because it's eight minutes away. And I'm like, I don't want to commute farther than that. So. But I think. Anytime you waste. Someone else's time. Waste resources. Anytime you're wasting, I think that's wrong. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. I also think that that's relative. Because I know people that are gung-ho environmentalists that think that flying in an airplane is a huge waste. And it very, it, they a lot of times have strong, compelling arguments for that. Yeah. But... I'm not going to not fly. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not going to sit in a car for 10 hours. <laughs> Just, But like my dad and my sister, they're huge Trump supporters. Oh. And you would never catch them out driving around. Well, Just because cool. it's a privacy issue. Yeah. How you vote, your wish, vote. I wish everybody thought that. I mean, my, my dad's a Trumper too, and... But he doesn't. He doesn't drive around with flags like that. I don't know. We had a friend, and her dad was mayor of Spokane. Mm-hmm. So we knew him, and just because we know you and we're friends, I'm not going to have you put a political sign in my yard yeah, because yeah. that's that's my opinion. That's private. Yeah. If I want to share it with people, or I'll share it with friends. I do like or that. something like that. But I'm not going to 
support someone with a yard sign. Hmm. Do you guys think it's weird that we have that sign in our yard? I haven't seen your sign. Yeah, you have. You were in my yard this summer. Oh, the... the we got the one that has all the... Yeah. Do you not like that sign? I, I don't mind it, but yeah. I wouldn't put one in my yard. Yeah. All right. Our neighbors next door have one. Yeah, I get it. And it's... Hmm. Even though I completely believe everything that's on that sign... Yeah. I'm just still not going to put it up because... <clears throat> Mainly a lot of my opinions, unless it's John or unless I'm being, like, snide or snarky, I keep them to myself. All right. No, I, I, I think, I think that actually is pretty awesome. And it would be, I mean, good for humanity as a whole if we could keep our opinions to ourselves. But I don't know. That's that's a that's such a that's just like a really big concept in my head too. Because I also know that people, the only way that we have evolved as people and innovated things is because of opinions too. You know, so. Well, I don't want to go out there and push something in someone's face. Yeah, that's oh, I, that's I, not my position. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, next question then. And this one, this one is uh, a little convoluted. It's got a lot of words, but I think you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> what is your opinion about the natural hierarchical order in reference to humans? Um, I think most of them are idiots. <laughs> okay. Honestly, what I think, I think if people actually went back to their roots, mm -hmm. kind of learned where they came from, I think it would really change their opinions because not everyone's made to be important. Hmm. Um, hmm. And not everyone should be important. Just because your parents made money doesn't mean you're important. Uh, I see what you're saying. If you don't get out... Live your own life. Learn your own lessons. I don't see how you can actually become a benefit to people. Mm -hmm. Just because you're a spoiled kid that went to Harvard doesn't mean you're going to be a better person than someone that works at a steel factory. Yeah. Your, your parents can go out, create their own lives, create their own money. But just because you have money from your parents doesn't mean you're a benefit to humanity and i think there's a lot more important people that are probably garbage men mm -hmm. than someone like paris hilton wow i'm sure they definitely have a better conversation that's all well, okay yeah no i i get that um <clears throat> but like do you think well and and obviously i that is such an odd uh, way that hierarchy exists because of income. And if you look at the royal family, yeah. they're they're nothing. They're I, I they're agree. paid by the state. If you look at well, Trump, they're grifters. If you look at Biden, his sons have really rode his coattail. Yeah. And <clears throat> Joe Biden worked for all of it. Mm -hmm. But and that's nothing against his son Hunter by any means because he started to create his own thing in politics. Yeah. But it's not all politics. It's yeah. I would trust an educator before I trust a politician, before I there's there's so many people in this world that have so many bright ideas, good ideas, and I feel like it's left to politicians anymore. Sure. And I think that's definitely wrong. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and I feel like I feel like our hierarchy hierarchy is politicians anymore. That's because they make the decisions. They do every single thing and granted we elect them, but once they're elected we have no control. Yeah. I agree. 
And Stop agreeing with me. Well, sorry. Aren't you supposed to be? <clears throat> no, I'm not well. playing devil's advocate. I just want to. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can't. I can't say anything about that because I, I to- That's totally true. Um, I think it's it's a total. It's a big bummer that so much of what influences us now on the way that we think, on the way that we see people acting, on how uh, people have levels of hierarchy is somehow involved with politics, and it's absurd. It's, and, and for the younger generation, the thing that amazes me is it's all these people on TikTok and yeah. everything else. Mm-hmm. I watched a video the other day because someone put it on Twitter mm-hmm. of this guy's morning routine. And it was 12 steps, and it's like, oh, I eat breakfast, I have a protein shake, I moisturize, I do 40 push-ups. And then at the end, he said, well, it's 11 o'clock now, so I have to get up and answer some emails. And I'm like, okay, your morning routine, you obviously get up at 10, (laughs) start your morning routine. And I'm like, "Why, why would you put that out there? Why would people even want to look up to that? And granted, he was in a big condo overlooking L.A., but still, I think everyone has to realize <clears throat> that's not going to be your life. Wow. Huh. You know, you can, if you want to set your goals so high as being president or something, perfect. Do it. But don't say, I want to be an internet star. <laughs> I because think that there are that's, tons of people that that's all that they want to do right now. And you're going to have no social skills because you talk to a computer. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, a lot of school kids right now are losing social skills. But if you talk to a computer all day and you date on a computer and you do everything on your computer or on your phone, you're going to be so boring to sit there and talk to live. Because you're not going to be able to carry a conversation or you're going to be on your phone. Well, what if it's not necessary to do it anymore and all anybody does is talk to a computer? See, and what if COVID, though, reverses this and people are so excited to be around other people that they put their phones down and meet someone at the grocery store? Man, that's such an awesome thought. Hmm. And, you know, if they don't, don't do it, it's bad on them. Yeah. I think that's why I like traveling so much is because you meet so many different interesting people. Oh, I'm with you. And when you stay at a resort and you're around everyone all the time, you just kind of get a natural friendship. Yeah, sure. And so when you're at the pool, you're like, oh, hey, how is, uh, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But if you don't get out and experience things... You're going to be a lonely, miserable person. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That makes you... I don't know anything about this morning routine guy, but um, you think that guy's miserable? I, I, I think pretty much most of the time what he does is look at himself, take selfies, and, you know, just look at himself. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I'm shallow, but I'm not that shallow. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think I have like five selfies in my phone. So, but still, I, I couldn't imagine just being so enthralled with seeing my face on the computer or something like that, that I'd put out my morning routine. Because that I seems really weird that I get up at four thirty in the morning and I don't want to see myself at four thirty, let alone mm-hmm. have other people see me. Why would anybody be interested in somebody's morning routine? Huh. I or... did almost buy some vegan protein shakes though because of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh well. I hope any vegans that are listening to this were not just offended by that. Yeah, sorry, Shannon. Oh, <laughs> she was a vegan. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Huh. Well, 
I I love it. All right. Well, we can. We're just cruising through this. Um, we're on the la- the last question. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. And then we get to get like intimate. <laughs> and then we get to. What? I'll use my Doctor Ruth voice. <laughs> well, if if you think that this last question could lead to intimacy, no. Okay. Do you know the last question? No. Oh. What is your theme song? Yeah. It's Kesha. What? My theme song is Kesha. Okay, I don't... It's TikTok. The song is called TikTok? Yeah. You just... You knew that without even thinking about it. Oh, I know. So, I don't don't know the song, so you're going to have to explain a little or sing it or something. Oh, I can play it on my phone. No, I can't. That's that's copyright infringement. I can't have that on there. Um, This was before Kesha went through her sexual assault case, so she was still really wild. Oh, I didn't. I don't actually know who Kesha yeah, is. That's fine. Yeah, you wouldn't like her. She's she's a little too cool. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it talks about waking up in the morning at like seven thirty and drinking whiskey and just having a freaking awesome day. Oh. Just yeah, it's. it's All right. The party don't stop. The party don't stop. Yeah. Oh, t- I know what yeah. song you're talking about. Till I walk in. I totally yeah, know that that's, song. That's totally that my theme song. theme song? Yeah. Holy smokes. Gosh, you, yeah. know, you didn't even have to think about it. Some people, they just don't have a clue. Really? Yeah. And see, that was the awesome. easiest question you've asked so far. Wow. Well, most, I mean. That are Waylon Jennings. I could do Waylon Jennings, too. What song? I've Always Been Crazy. Huh. Gosh, yeah, I'm... there might be a little parallel there, but <laughs> completely different genres. I'm pretty sure that neither of those people knew of each other oh yeah yeah <clears throat> wow well that's it dusty so what's your theme you, song i sadly i don't have one really yeah i i just make something up here on the spot i don't think that i could make one up um i the problem with me and music is that i just really love music so much that i can't i can't just nail one thing down See, I have that, lots of songs that at like a certain part of my life or something, they were really influential to me and they meant something in that part of my life. But right now, if I had to pick a song, it would probably be Let It Happen by Tame Impala. And I don't even, it's, it's just because I absolutely love the song. I don't even really know what the words are about that much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've but never I, heard it. I mean, it, you've never heard it? Yeah. No. Well, it's, I mean, they're like a psychedelic rock band. I wouldn't expect you to listen to them. Oh. But, yeah, yesterday I was playing my bass to that song, and I I repeated it probably five, six times and just listened. And, and Jenny was like, how many times are you going to listen to the same song? And it's like, well, that's my song for today. See, and that kills him because I can listen to the same song 20 times in a row. Yeah. And well. just, but I was raised... Where we'd turn all the lights out in the house, and my dad had an eight-track player and a record player. We'd turn the lights out in the house at night, and we'd just listen to music. Oh my gosh, that is so, so was, awesome! I know everyone from like Buddy Holly to everything. I listen that, to every single kind of music there is. That is an incredible practice. I think it's. It, it was amazing. It was so cool, and wow. we'd you know like Billy did, Joel did Glass House. Did you guys get? pissed off about it as kids and be like oh we have to no. do this right now no we thought it was great it was so much fun wow my parents would make popcorn we'd just sit there and Listen play music in the dark and just hang out that is incredible yeah is it that was... cat snoring yeah she snores oh. a lot jeez yeah but like buddy holly love buddy holly billy yeah. joe glass houses is one yeah. of the best albums ever I... and i don't like billy joel <sighs> That in gosh, I, well, I don't like the way I don't like like we didn't start the fire and stuff like that. You don't like that song? No. Gonna <laughs> oh, uh, so have to arm wrestle now? No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I I've just been a Billy Joel fan for a long time. Which which one's Glass Houses? Like, what are the hits on it? Um, sleeping with the television on. You you may be right. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, love that song. Oh, okay. So it's like it's like his late seventies, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that used to be one of it's our big outings too. Is we'd go to concerts. Mm. Any time a concert would come to town, we'd go. 
And so I've got to see some amazing <clears throat> people one. Oh, very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Unfortunately, most of the time I have to go with friends because John has plans, but mm. I've got to be like third row for Fleetwood Mac. Mm. You know, and just... Sure. Well, I'm glad you... I mean, my mom annually would go to the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Yeah. And that was one of our things we just always did. Oh, very cool. So. Yep. Music. Yeah, but I'm a huge music person, too. It's Music soothes the savage beast. That's awesome. Well, right on. It's just I'm... such a good way to lose yourself. I agree. I'm, I'm glad that you answered that so easily. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I, I think I think that's significant. It's hard for me to relate to people that don't have music in their life. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's a bizarre thing. But. See, that's, in my head, pretty much all day, there's always a song going. You and me both. And it's... Sometimes I can't make the songs go away. Ah, uh, the horrible ones. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. It sucks well, when I have to take a break from work and go turn the stereo on in the car just to get a new song going because I listened oh. to the Jonas Brothers for four hours. <laughs> uh, just because that's what they play. Well, because that was what was on the radio when uh, I got out of the car, so it's just sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Awesome. Well, that was it. I, that was a lot of fun. And thank was you for doing this. interview ever? It was pretty fast. It was it was about less than an hour. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you you really answered the, the questions well and like so sus- do I get the succinctly. Job? You, you are hired. You got it. Yeah. No. Right. Next so. question. Make something up. Uh, me, oh, gosh. I'll make something up. Um, John, do you have any questions? I don't. I can't. I can't make a question. Right now. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that was really good. Thank you. I expected that to be a little more like deep. Well, it's only it, it, well, as it was, deep as it you was make pretty it be. deep, but still. I might have to edit that out, Dusty. <laughs>